Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com. Fightful.com. We got it all over there. But hey, if you just want wrestling news, go to fightfulwrestling.com. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe to our channel. This is all organic traffic. Uh, we're not buying our traffic. We're not uh, redirecting our traffic. This is all uh, just you guys supporting what we do. Please go check out my interviews with Ali and Trish Stratus. Uh, leave thumbs up on those. Share them with the world. It would mean a lot. Also, I have ones up with uh, Blue Meanie, with Matt Stryker, with Kofi Kingston, with Becky Lynch, just a lot of stuff. The easy way to find those, Fightful.com. Click the Exclusives tab under Wrestling. Um, I'm going to have a lot more dropping. I will be in Chicago next week for StarCast. Alex, it's very tough to keep a straight face right now. (laughs) Oh, boy. What do you think? (laughs) <laughs> Man, you know, it's one of those things that I, 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 I honestly, it, it, it felt like WWE was really turning things around. Like the quality of both in-ring work, uh, promo storylines, um, like really like hot, hot angles, like like breaking uh, Xavier Woods' leg last night. Like all this really, st- really great stuff. And you think to myself, my God, are they going to go through like two weeks? Of like all really great. Oh no, they they totally screwed it up in the last ten seconds. Okay, well we'll figure out where we're going from here. But uh, Eric Rowan's dad is now on the roster, I suppose. Reminder, guys, if you want your question, your statement read on the air, donate a super chat. Any amount gets uh, your question or statement read on the air. Tim Traver says, "I know who I can trust and respect and care about." These are getting enigmatic out of Tim Traver. <laughs> Like, Tim Traver is a member of the Brood these days. Like, have you ever seen the first promo from the Brood? Uh, years ago, but not not recently. You need to go back and watch it. Uh, well, everybody can watch it with us because we're going to drop the uh, pilot episode of SmackDown review uh, in a few weeks. Myself and Warren Hayes. Oh boy, it's bad. 
it's bad. Like, Gangrel cuts one of the worst promos you have ever seen in your life. Uh, it's a sad one, but make sure you guys check that out. Last week, you all got us to like 400 thumbs up. No problem. Well, let's just do that again. Do, do I got to offer you guys something? Let's just let's just do it. Just, let's, just, just do it for free. Just do it for fun. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you all? That would that would mean a lot. Rob Wilkins sent a super chat. Any word on why Vince wasn't at Raw or SmackDown? Nope. Don't know yet. I'll find out, though. Uh, how was Raw's crowd on TV? Seemed like a good one, but I didn't pay much attention to that. It shows uh, he was there. He said that he watched production stuff more like refs and ring crew. I thought they were pretty good. Um, they were really hot for the, the New Day revival and Orton stuff. And he says, FYI, two of the guys checking on Lawler are both from uh, First Wrestling, which is Darren Corbin and JDX. Uh, he, <laughs> Darren Corbin had beaten Orange Cassidy at a recent indie show. Uh, thank you to Rob Wilkins, uh, who was actually there at the shows last night. Oh man, so SmackDown Live, it it was it was something, Alex. <clears throat> it, it was. Listen, uh, I, I there were there was there's I almost I almost can't even include the Shane McMahon stuff in a, a review of the show because it's just so um, blatantly infuriating, um, like on purpose, like they're doing it just to screw with me personally so i can't be objective about it but minus that everything else about smackdown i was like i'm i'm on board with this i mean i mean i mean all to all the way to buddy murphy pitting daniel bryan clean and other things also great and then they were like hey there's this dude with a hood with a with a with a pillowcase over his head in a room that that wwe they know about because they got a camera on him and nobody seems concerned that Daniel Bryan may have kidnapped a man. Like, like why okay. is he? Why is he wearing a mask? He's wearing so they could have the reveal at the end, and that, that's it. I know, but why? But because they couldn't see any other way of doing it. Um, because the reveal is oh, case of mistaken identity, and that that's the big reveal. As opposed to we all thought it was going to be somebody that we all knew under the thing. And no, it's just a guy who looks kind of like Eric Rowan. And the thing is like, we'll, we'll talk about that, but, but why didn't Daniel do this at the beginning of the show? I don't know because none of it made sense. We'll, we'll get to it. Cause Randy Orton hits the ring and, and goes to explain why he did what he did to Xavier. Apparently they did mention Vic Joseph mentioned on commentary last night, the revival uh, broke Kofi's leg. But then I was told that, like, I, I didn't hear it. So someone also told me that he, Michael Cole, like, kind of dismissed it, too. Here's, here's what I heard. Vic Joseph brought it up during the match that preceded the angle okay. where they did it to Xavier. So what I thought Michael Cole was doing was like, hey, kid, don't indicate that we're actually going to do the same angle later. We want it to be a surprise. Yeah. You talking about it now, like, but but apparently it came off like, oh, only you would remember that far back. Dude, it was like two years ago. Like, yeah. you should remember that far back, Michael Cole. Okay, it's so your job to remember that far back. I went back and watched the angle because I had someone say, hey, did they mention this on commentary? And I was like, no, the, the commentary was silent during most of it. So <laughs> that makes sense. I did not go back and rewatch the entire match. Uh, he says that Kofi is stupid over and over again, he being Randy Orton. 
pronouns. Uh, every time Orton gives Kofi a chance, Kofi fails. Well, Kofi's music hits, and he shows up behind Orton and lands trouble in paradise. Uh, Kofi goes to Pilmanize Orton, but the Revival come out and eat chairs instead. They they should mention the Kofi leg break then again, like they mm-hmm. they should even if Vic did it on they they need to do it again since this happened. Yeah, they they should they should be running like the the um like their video package should be they should say you know April twenty seventeen show the, the the footage of them doing it to Kofi and then they could say last week and they could do it to Zay like that should their Kofi should cut a promo. It's like, I remember how that felt. And you did that. Xavier's like my little brother. And you made yeah. me watch as you did that to him. I declare war on all three of you douchebags. I'm going to hurt you so bad. Like, that that should be a thing that we get from from, from Kofi Kingston. Because, I mean, I, I uh, please tell me it's not an accident. They were like, hey, uh, Revival, can you do something to, like, uh, you know, K- kayfabe injure Woods? I'm like, yeah, we'll do something. And it happened to be the same thing they did to Kofi Kingston. Please tell me you guys didn't just, you know, incompetent your way into doing this. Please tell me you had a plan for this. Because it's a great angle if you actually are doing the full circle thing. If you're just doing it like, whoops, we did this full circle thing accidentally. uh, That doesn't speak too well of you guys. King of the Ring opening round. Andrade defeated Apollo Crews. This is a pretty good match. Uh, yeah. I, I gave it a little bit higher of a rating on, on my match ratings that drop in the morning. They're already up on Fightful Select. Go subscribe. The most direct way to support us, retro reviews, uh, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff's going to be changing over there. Me and Alex and Warren have been trying to plot how we're going to do this Wednesday night deal, so the Select lineup's going to be changing too, but subscribe anyway. It's a good time. Uh they got this crowd into it, and I didn't expect that. Their third time having this match since last or since the beginning of July, and the crowd got into it. Uh, Apollo cracked Andrade with a big clothesline and a, a good midair drop kick. I thought really good. Yeah, Andrade got the knees in uh, double knees in the corner, sent Apollo into the stairs. They went back and forth during the commercial. Uh, we're welcome back from commercial with a pop up gut buster from Apollo that looks really good. And there's a strike exchange that really got the crowd into it. And this led to a standing star press that I think commentary did a really good job of putting over big time. But they did too good of a job. Because when he did it, they're like, we saw Ricochet do that last night. And Apollo's like 50, 60 pounds heavier than Ricochet. And David Otunga goes, at least. No, mm-hmm. not at least. He is not right. at least 50 or 60 pounds heavier no. than Ricochet. No. No, they, 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 yeah, it's a, it's a weird deal. Hey, by the way, um, do you know uh, what they're listing Buddy Murphy at, pounds-wise? Know what? 227. So apparently he's gained 22 pounds since, since he moved up from well, 205 Live. Well, I believe I, he was 225.7 pounds the entire way through. I can way. tell you that that is not true. I'm he told me personally yeah. his new weight is 215. 215 makes perfect sense. But and, they're listing him as bigger than he actually is because they want him to seem Well, yeah, that, that happens all the time. I mean, yeah. I, I've referenced this before, but I used to do Wikipedia fact check. And one yeah. of them with uh, EC3 was, do you weigh 246 pounds? And he was like, what? No. 
I've never been that high. He's like, I'm 225 now. He's like, when Jeremy Borash announces me like that, I say, stop it. I'm jacked. Just announce me at what I am. Now, here's the funny thing. After I published that, someone went into his Wikipedia and changed his weight to 252. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Ah, oh, um, Wikipedia trolls never change. Now, Apollo's build weight is 240. Ricochet's mm. is like 188. Ricochet ain't 188. That much no. I'll tell you. And yeah. Apollo Crews is not 240. I think Ricochet weighs more. Apollo weighs less. But uh, Buddy Murphy told me that I was going to save it for an article. But hey, there you <laughs> go, guys. He told me that in NXT before he got like ripped, he was like at 230, 232. Yeah. And then he cut a bunch of weight and kind of forced their hand on that. But anyway, yeah, I, I was like, man, 50 or 60 pounds? Come on. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm the asshole here. I don't know. But Zelina <laughs> does some interference. Andrade gets the hammerlock DDT to get it done. Um, too much of this match was in a commercial for me. It didn't need to be in a commercial. Yeah, I agree. Too much needed to be in a commercial. I, I, what I did appreciate was... Tuesday um, Night Monkey's Paw, Alex! Yeah, we wanted the commercials back, and now we're getting them all the time. That's true. Um, I did appreciate that um, uh, that Andrade went for the hammerlock DDT early, and Apollo Cruz fought out of it, and so Andrade made, spent the rest of the match working that shoulder and arm that he gets in the hammerlock, so that Apollo can't fight out of it the next time he gets put into it. Like that's that's really good psychological storytelling, you know, wrestling at its best. That's really good. This was one of those matches where, um, on paper, you knew it w- who was going to win, uh, but it didn't mean that, that Apollo Cruz couldn't have kept it, you know, competitive, and he did. Uh, I don't love that that Andrade is is still relying on you know Zelina Vega like whoopsie daisying him into victories at this point. Uh, occasionally against people that he really will struggle with, okay, fine. But he should be able to beat Apollo Crews on his own. You know what I mean? I feel like that should be a thing that as, as as he progresses through the tournament, if he does get you know much further, it might be nice to see him not win every match that he wins because Zelina Vega like distracts the person that he's fighting. Yeah, I'm with you. This was a solid match. If I would have seen more of it uh, outside of the commercial, I would have put it at recommended viewing. Moment of Bliss, Charlotte Flair had actually asked to be on this show, according to Alexa. I do love that Nikki Cross helps her host this now mm-hmm. and how happy she is to do it. So Charlotte trashes Bailey, and Bailey comes out, cuts a pretty mediocre promo, I thought. it's Every time Bailey cuts one of these promos, it's one of those like she thinks she's serving somebody, but she's not. Like well, Like that tone of voice and... I don't know. I, I just we, can't get with it. I mean, it was it's nice that they figured out a way to get both Bailey and Charlotte, who's her next challenger, and the women's tag champs on the show. But it might have been nice to have a women's match at all during SmackDown, which we didn't get. Um, Chris, Kristen Ashley's uh, been writing about how the underrepresentation uh, of, of the female persuasion uh, on uh, the WWE Wayasian, I try, I try to, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, it was bad. Um, you could, you could <laughs> figure out there's there's ways of of getting them on the show without 
having them all sit up there and be snarky at each other. Yeah. And I, I did... <laughs> well, Charlotte says that she has to clean Bailey's mess and win the title at Clash of the Champions. And uh, Bailey accepts the challenge. I do like that Charlotte has won a match. She beat Ember Moon. She beat yep. Trish Stratus. She... Okay, cool. Yeah. She should get a title match. Why not? I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. They really need to make some more stars and treat them like stars. They but do. everybody but the horsewomen get 50 50. And 50 50 might be an improvement for some of them, for That's the love true. of God, outside of Alexa. But I'm talking like they need some more workhorses. Yeah, they, they do. Um, the other thing is that you, know, like, you, you have the. Alexa and Nikki basically run through the entire women's tag division. They've beaten the Iconics in a one-on-one match. They've beaten a two-on-two. They've beaten um, Asuka and Kairi Sane. Clean. I mean, as clean as it gets. And then they beat Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. There's literally nobody else for them to fight. Like, you, you, they, they, you have them on house shows defending against Dana Brooke and Sarah Logan who are locked in a forever war on main event. Like, they just keep fighting each other. But they team together for one night to get a title shot at the tag titles. Because you only have three possible challenging tag teams for these tag women's tag titles. You can figure out ways of, you know, putting women together, doing something. So they actually are, are you know, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a weird deal now that there's not a whole lot left other than Charlotte to take on Bailey. And certainly nobody to take on Alexa and Nikki. I mean, Alexa and Nikki can go from brand to brand. What's that? What's sure. that matter? Well, I mean, they can. But name me a Raw women's tag team. All the women, all the tag teams I mentioned. There, there are some in SmackDown. NXT. There, there. There, there should, there should, they should actually bring up some women from NXT to have a title shot on a random Raw or random. Hey, they don't have to bring up anybody. NXT's going to USA Network but, Wednesday yeah. nights. Alexa, then, then send Alexa and Nikki to have a, a tag team match against yeah, Vanessa that. Ford and Aaliyah. That'd be fine. That, that would yeah. be that would be a great way to help kick off 100%. The, the light thing, which we will talk about later, guys. Uh, Myron Siren says, thanks, Team Fightful, for all the content. Hashtag respect. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Uh, our Fantasy Football League, Alex, we're running a 20-team league. It's, that's pretty pretty violent. And it was yeah. in such demand, we're running two 20-team leagues. Oh, wow. Hot dog. You never know what we're going to do at FightfulSelect.com. Also, Rob Wilkins says, uh, I <laughs> put more effort into my awful Photoshop skills than the WWE put in the last 10 minutes of SmackDown. R.I.P. to Rousey's finger. Did you see that? I tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. No. And the fact that she did it like shooting a shooting a TV show as opposed to like doing you know combat sports yeah. or something you know like oh I'll I'll just go over here and do Hollywood acting be much safer than my other job I used to do yeah sure oh <laughs> blood flow cut off there but if you want to increase the blood flow to your penis use BlueChew.com BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But how about this? Better, cheaper, faster. Better because they're chewable. Gets in your system a lot faster. Empty stomach or not, doesn't matter. You ate a whole pizza, your dick's still going to be hard. That's okay. Haven't eaten today? That's all right. 
you're still going to have an erect penis. Uh, fortunately, that's a benefit of Blue Chew. Another benefit is it's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. You don't have to go wait in line at the doctor and have, like, you know, some receptionist go, Mr. Palowski, the doctor's ready to see you about your dick now. They're not going to do that. And the mailman's not going to say anything about it either. You know the drill with the mailman. Yeah. And the mailman's going to know all about your drill. If y'all fucking. But you can say... You can get your first shipment free when you use that code FIGHTFUL. It's free. You just pay $5 shipping. Code FIGHTFUL, BlueChew.com, FDA approved, active ingredients, same as Viagra, same as Cialis, way better than both of them. Don't be a dork. Don't be a limped weenie little, little geek. Go get an erect penis. You want that. That is something that you want. That's something that your partner wants. So just do it, okay? BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. I can't wait. I'm going to get nominated for an Emmy one day, Alex. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can they do that? Do they have Web Emmys? What are they called? Yeah, the uh, Webbies. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, let me tell you what. Everybody's going to be shooting their webbies once they use bluechew.com code fightful. Everybody's going to be a webby winner. You know what I'm saying? Up next, Buddy Murphy defeated Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan has been in full putting people over mode since he came back, and I yes, like it. Yes, he has. That guy it. is bulletproof, Alex. He is, he is, um, and yeah, I mean, this is this is so great. Like Daniel Bryan is absolutely the guy who's like, he's just itching to lose a match to a guy like Buddy Murphy. You know what I mean? Like, just oh, please, because he's been he's been that guy before. Absolutely, like he's the guy who's absolutely says he's. There are so many in in all walks of life, people who struggle for years to climb up that ladder to success, and once they get to the top. They pull the ladder up so nobody can follow them. Daniel Bryan's the opposite of that guy. Daniel Bryan says, no, no, let me help you up. I will tell you which rungs are a little rickety. I will instruct you on how best to climb so you can get up higher to where I am. Go beyond where I am. Go to the next floor up. That's who Daniel Bryan is. That's why That's why I love the guy. That's why a lot of people love the guy. And I think that's it's so great. And, and as soon as I saw over the weekend that Buddy Murphy was challenging Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan's like, hell yeah. I was like, that, this, is, this is awesome. Buddy Murphy's winning this match. He's going to be a star. Like, I mean, at least he's going he's gonna to have as much momentum as he possibly could have after two matches on SmackDown. His first match against Roman Reigns, where he pushed the big dog to the absolute limit. The second match against Daniel Bryan, where he won clean as a sheet. That's awesome. D- Daniel Bryan was in the midst of maybe his best heel run ever. Yeah. Ever. And he stepped aside for Kofi Kingston, went to the tag division, helped out that tag division. Then when it was time to step aside there too, he yeah. did. And then has done what he's done as best he can. Yeah. Man. So Bryan uh, reigns is backstage and wants to know if Murphy is telling the truth or not. Murphy thinks he saw Rowan. 
Reigns says that he'll kick Murphy's ass if he's lying. Murphy does not back down. Uh, Murphy is called a liar by Daniel Bryan, who is not happy with him. But Murphy immediately cracks him with a knee. Uh, a commercial happened pretty early. I wasn't thrilled about that. But, yeah. But, okay. Uh, this match just ruled, Alex. I, I yeah. actually preferred last week's match a little bit. Uh, mainly because we knew that they were going to let Buddy Murphy hang with Daniel Bryan. At this point, we weren't sure what they were going to do last week with Roman Reigns. Yeah. And that added a little more unpredictability. There's a LaBelle lock applied after a good drop kick. Murphy got out, countered the yes kicks with a wheel kick, uh, ate this nasty tree of woe and a belly-to-back superplex. But Murphy had some real good offense. The cheeky Nando's kick, the running power bomb. He went from a backslide to a knee to a kick to a brain buster that almost got it done. I kind of dug the finish. <laughs> Rowan just jumps up on the apron like, no, his foot's on the rope. I like that Rowan cared enough, and that was the undoing because Murphy kicks Rowan and hits Murphy's Law, a phenomenal move. I love Murphy's Law. I even asked him about it in our interview that's coming up. Uh, This was another great one out of Buddy Murphy, and Daniel Bryan was the perfect dance partner, Alex. They have really helped establish this guy. I mean, this is the other thing. Oh, oh, sorry. Before we get into it. And next week, he's in King of the Ring. Yeah, next week, he's in King of the Ring. Um, uh, This is is what's so great about this. Um, Two weeks ago, a very large portion of a SmackDown audience had no idea what this guy was. I mean, maybe they like, oh, he used to be a Cruiserweight champion. I think I saw him uh, doing a couple matches on the pre-show. Like, uh, that it diehards knew who he was, but a lot of people didn't. Then he has that match against Roman Reigns. People, people go like, oh, sit up and, and go, who the hell is this guy? Then he beats Daniel Bryan. And by the end of the match, people are chanting, let's go, buddy. People are chanting, let's go, Murphy. Uh, and, and the crowd, like, can't, one, two, three, they, they get to their feet. Like, they're cheering for this guy. This guy's been put over huge now. And is a, is a, like, at, that, at that moment, is a fan favorite. They go backstage... To have the little interview with Caleb Braxton, immediately he's attacked by Eric Rowan and, and Daniel Bryan building more sympathy for him. And now you have this match next week where either he wins a, a King of the Ring match or if he loses, it'll be because he's attacked by Eric Rowan and Daniel Bryan. And then, folks, he's in a full-on feud with Daniel Bryan where Daniel Bryan is certainly willing to put over a guy like that. So that's... Uh, like there, there's there are only two options for him next week: win and move on and advance in the King of the Ring tournament. And let's be honest, if he wins that match, he's probably going to at least the semifinals because he's definitely beating Elias. Then, if he loses that match, it'll be part of a, a storyline where he mo- moves on to, into a feud with with Eric Rowan and and Daniel Bryan. Like he can't lose. Like this is a, an amazing thing. It's so rare that WWE takes a guy who they brought up, then did nothing with for months, and now, after two weeks, boom. He's, all, he's like, you, you lit a fire under him. Amazing stuff. Buddy Murphy is just doing so well, and it makes me happy. He's doing well as far as promos. He's doing well as far as in-ring. Uh, the angles are what they are. I think they're pretty good, but I couldn't be happier with Buddy Murphy. And, Alex, I told you... It's not the end of the world. It wasn't the night that wrestling died seven. No, it wasn't. No, I mean, but again, it, I was 
I was ranting based on what had happened up until that point. Yeah. And and everything after that point has been handled perfectly. <laughs> so I'm 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 very happy about that. You doing the all out show? Uh I I I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Will do. Warren, I think Warren is anchoring it, so it'll be either you or Jeff uh, willing, but uh, we can kind of reveal some news right here. Yeah. You and I and Warren are tentatively yes. discussing a new format for the Wednesday show because I'll be honest, we, we didn't know, we don't know this landscape. We're going to yeah. try some different formats. Uh, the first week, I it's looking like I will be in D.C. for that show, perhaps. Um if they approve Jeremy Lambert, I would much prefer he go, honestly, than, than me. But um, after that, you, I, and Warren are considering doing, uh, instead of the traditional post-show, maybe a Wednesday Night War watch-along where we start streaming at the 8 o'clock hour. We stream all the way through, and we react initially. Like we, We've never done that before on this nope. show. We've done some watch-alongs on, like, Select and stuff like that, but never anything live. So this is going to be very interesting. Uh, we're going to see how you guys like it. If you all hate the format, if we hate the format, we're going to pick something else. But there were a lot of different options. There was, uh, like, maybe going live right after with one of you focusing more on one show, another person focusing on another, and me anchoring. Uh, the option, which I didn't really like, was maybe starting an hour and a half, two hours later and giving us time to watch all of it. That's a long night of wrestling. We're yeah. talking five hours there. That's ridiculous. That's a WrestleMania thing every week. That ain't happening. <laughs> every single Wednesday. <laughs> every single Wednesday. There was the, the possibility of doing dueling shows where Warren would continue to host the NXT show and have somebody else. You and I would maybe do AEW. Then there was the possibility floated of maybe a Thursday afternoon show, but you know people have day jobs, so yeah. not 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 as easy to do to say, hey Alex, carve out a few hours of your your <laughs> Thursday afternoon. Also, not so easy for me to carve out a few hours of the one nope. day I'll have off <laughs> at that point. Maybe a Tuesday. So we're gonna see how this watch works out. Uh, it might be starting the second week of AEW versus NXT, but we're going to try the watch-along format first. Uh, we will encourage super chats and stuff like that. We're going to be like, okay, we should be watching this. It's going to be, I'm, I'm excited and nervous for it. Like, all these things are so different, and Alex, we've never known this landscape before. No, I mean, that's it's a thing. Like, as I said, we have no idea what post-show podcasts would have been yeah. during the Monday Night War. I just War. know ours would have been the goddamn best one. That's absolutely true. That's 100%. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not accurate. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very much looking forward to to uh, to reacting in the moment. Not not much looking forward to like not being able to like run go pee. Oh, we'll, we'll still be able to do that. We'll we'll have situations set up. Alex, I did a four hour NBA draft podcast. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that was that actually did some numbers. It did, did good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It did Alex epic rant numbers. Well, there. Uh, we even yeah. isolated the clip where we were excited about Ball Ball getting drafted, <laughs> and it did numbers. It did all right. But that's something you guys can watch out for. We're gonna try it. Uh, bear with us. This is the first time that we've experienced a lot of this stuff, so we'll see how it goes. And if you all hate the format, we're going to change it. If we hate the format, we will change it. Uh, It's just a matter of trial and error and all that stuff. The Revival cut a promo about New Day being cowards. Uh, I thought they do well, but I didn't like the all you people aspect of it. But all things considered, I thought it it was harmless because we don't hear this out of them all the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're yeah. It's a it's a weird thing to be like, ah, they're cowards. I mean, me and and this guy over right next to me, and a third dude, um, uh, who's who's called the Viper. We ganged up on him and, and beat him into submission. But they're cowards. I I like the revival more when they're truth tellers as opposed to you know, changing reality to fit their you know whatever their best is. Um, but yeah, I, I'm super into, uh, FTRKO or whatever they're going to call, uh, this trio. (laughs) I think, I think it's, I think it's more and more I think about it, the more it's just great. It's just perfect, man. It really is. Cause I mean, I, I I mean, listen, I found myself arguing with somebody on Twitter and being optimistic about where, where, where this is going. Uh, So like arguing on behalf of WWE to somebody uh, who was like, but this the revival? It seems like they're getting a demotion to being Randy Orton's lackeys. Demotion from what? Usi hot? Like, come on! <laughs> like this, this is a this is a big big step up. Whenever they they were champs, it always felt like they weren't actually being let go. Yeah. Like like, okay, here's the titles. You boys turn WWE into a haven for tag wrestling. That never happened in uh, as long as Vince is in charge. It's never going to happen. They're 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 going to get so much more exposure and be so much bigger stars as the henchmen for Randy Orton than they ever would be as guys who tag wrestle occasionally. So the revival challenge New Day to a SmackDown tag title match because why the hell not? Who cares at this point? I don't know who's on what brand, so I'm not even worrying about it for a few months. Heavy Machinery come out their first TV match in over a month, which you know. After we find out that they're actually good, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of weird. I it mean, is. like when when these guys used to come out, Alex, I was like, "Ugh." Now I'm like, "Hell yeah, man! I'll watch them face the revival." I, I'm I'm. It's weird because I'm watching like just just let me see their in ring work. Yeah, you know what I mean, like like because I actually like what they do in the ring, 
I mean, if if, if Otis isn't out there doing his Lenny from Mice and Men routine, where he's like, dah, 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 dah. tell me about the rabbits. Like, I don't need, I don't need that from 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 Otis anymore. If, if the Just, Godwins were this good in '96, they would have been right. tag champions for a very long time. Yeah, yeah the um, I, 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 it's this is fun because also. The revival and heavy machinery haven't been in the ring a lot together. I mean, they—I don't think heavy machinery was was around when the revival was still in in uh, uh, NXT. If they were, they were at a much lower tier. Um, and I don't I mean revival was nom- nominally a, a raw tag team, uh, heavy machinery on the SmackDown side. So this is actually kind of novel to see these guys together. I'm I'm, I'm here for it. The match is, it's a run-of-the-mill match. It was nothing yeah. special, but it was to get the Revival another win to make them tag team title contenders, and I'm okay with that. They capitalize on a distraction, and uh, Revival pick up a roll-up win. This, this, there, was nothing, there was nothing really notable here, but the Revival got the win, and I'm okay with that because the booking makes sense. Here's the thing. They should have challenged New Day after the match, after yes. they got a win over a SmackDown tag team. Yes. That would have made more sense. That would have made more sense, yeah. Chad Gable's being interviewed and says he understands why he's the underdog in the tourney and talks about one of his coaches, the tourney being the king of the ring tourney. Shelton Benjamin uh, is behind him and puts a short joke sign on the door. The, you must be at least this tall to be in the king of the ring. This is a dumbass angle. It's, it's very dumb. It's so stupid. And it's it's transparent to build more sympathy for Chad Gable, as if we can't all see that he's smaller than most it's men that he'll be facing. To, an, to a condescending level. Yeah. To an insulting to our intelligence level, like, hey, disguise this a little bit better, guys. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a little embarrassing. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. For, like, the, the, like, the idea that, like, let's just watch Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. How, why isn't the angle for this match... Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin used to be in a tag team together. They they had a couple of title shots that never materialized, and and Shelton won't talk to Chad Gable anymore. Yeah, like that's an angle as opposed to Shelton Benjamin thinks he's short. Ah, it's funny. Funny short jokes are funny. Like no, like just have it be a. That's that's a great angle for this first round King of the Ring tournament. Former tag partners that had a falling out. Boom. There you go. You don't have to do the, all the other short joke crap. Thank you to Rob Wilkins for the super chat. He says, NFL season preview show. Look into it, man. That would be ass. It'd be bad. Would, I love really to watch bad. football. It's probably, I, I just love football. Love yeah. to play Madden. Love to watch football. I cannot break football down. I never played it above a flag league, so I don't know a damn thing about the ins and outs of that. Um, I love that Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens are making money matter in WWE. Like, what are these guys doing their jobs for? That's for money. Shane McMahon can't relate as much as Kevin Owens. But Kevin Owens is humbling himself and almost humiliating himself for the sake of $100,000, because money should matter. I brought this up numerous times, Alex. For too long, Vince McMahon would want his superstars to not worry about money, because they're superstars, goddammit, and why would they worry about that? Well, because it's their job. Because right. they have families. That's why. And Kevin Owens does that as well as anybody. And I think that Kevin Owens levels with Shane 
even like uh, great. He he admits Shane, you're you're a great parent. You're a great dad, and we've seen that Shane is a great dad. Like we've yeah. seen it time and time again. There's no disputing that. Um, but Shane is also like, hey, I'll reconsider it. You need to apologize though. Owens does because the money is important to him, Alex, and yeah. I like that. Uh, what would yep. you think of this interaction backstage? I mean, it was um, it was honest. Uh, it was um, human. It was it was two uh, men, co-workers, both uh, husbands and fathers, leveling with each other uh, and just speaking their mind and, and trying to hash things out, come to some kind of compromise, uh, which, of course, meant that it had to fall apart entirely by the end of the show. Corey Cropper, thanks for the super chat. Uh, he must have an allowance with as much as he's been donating lately. He says, I'd help with the football podcast. Do it. I won't do it. Kristen and Jesse want to do it. They can. They know more about football than I do. I sure as hell ain't doing it. That'd be embarrassing. I'll tell you what's embarrassing. Elias's new theme. What the hell was this? I've already well, reached out to CFOs. I'm like, is it interview time, buddies? Yeah. What's going um, on here? Uh, not only that, Buddy Murphy... The the uh, the Blake and Murphy theme that he had had bequeathed to him and used through his entire time through through two hundred five live that's gone now and it's like generic creator wrestler theme for Buddy Murphy like the music's all screwy on on um, on SmackDown now and I'm not I'm not into it. Also backstage, Elias is walking around. He sees that John Cone is hanging around and. He's like, all right, where is he? And he finds Drake Maverick in a crate. He reveals that the 24-7 rule has been suspended because of his King of the Ring match. I like this. It made sense. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for making sense of it. That should be the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like that he also, that that Elias is smart enough to recognize, hey, that guy doesn't look like he, uh, okay, so where's, now Now that I recognize you're John Cone, where's, who's hiding somewhere Oh, it's it's Drake Maverick. I also love that he like he just for just such an occasion, he's carrying around a note from the teacher so that he can actually show it as his hall pass like that. That makes sense. You remember um, how I, you couldn't like get off at your get uh, <laughs> blue chew segue there. <laughs> you can get off the bus at your friend's house unless right. you had a note. That's right. That's right. Um, uh, but uh, I also like Drake, Drake Maverick. Um, like realizing halfway through the letter that he's not going to get to consummate his marriage, and he's really upset about that. Like I, 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 as opposed to reading the whole letter and getting to the very end and then going, "Oh no!" But like he rec- recognizes halfway through what what he's reading. I like that. That that's a little touch that actually adds something to the to the sequence. Hannah pointed out he did say he's done performing, so maybe that's why the new music. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is why the new music, but it it, it doesn't. Can it can it be good? Yeah, music? it could can, can be better. It could be good music. It could be one of his old have, songs. Yeah, he's got an album his, full of them. He's got an his own album. Play one of those songs as opposed to the crap that you had him walk. I mean, down his to the theme printer. ruled too. It was it great. Really did. It was good stuff. So Owens does a cannonball and a German suplex, but Shane McMahon comes out. Uh, the crowd was dead after an Elias knee because, for some reason, they applied a chin lock at 9.55 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. That was bad. However, Elias does a very impressive spinning sit-out powerbomb. 
Yep. Wow. Got his knees up on a senton. Shane is outside trolling KO again, but then he reveals he's wearing a ref shirt. Kevin Owens almost gets pushed into Shane, and Kevin Owens doesn't want to hit Shane and gets rolled up with a fast count and pinned. Kevin is out of the King of the Ring. I guess if you're going to do that, you want to get a heel over, it's best to do that because there is no credibility put into this this win. It, I guess it heats up Shane. It sympathizes Kevin Owens. It gets Elias a win. I I had things. somebody like when I was trying to like when I was on Twitter like tweeting out my predictions for for the King of the Ring bracket. I had some people who were arguing with me. No, no, no. Shane Shane Shane's uh, not going to get involved in a Kevin Owens match until the finals. I'm like why why wouldn't Shane just do it immediately, especially to put over his own guy, Elias, to get his own guy further in, into the thing? Like it's it's a weird thing like they also they they can't wait around to do it then because now they actually have a Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon or versus Elias thing that they can do for Clash of Champions if you had Kevin Owens get too far in the tournament it would muck the whole thing up so you got to figure out like how they normally book things and all that stuff also uh, we'll talk about um, the Shinsuke Nakamura and and uh, Sami Z- Sami Zayn and Miz angle Miz ain't winning his match next Monday because <laughs> no. he's got because he's got to be in a feud with Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura, so Baron Corbin's winning that match as so he should, as as he should, and as as everyone should have picked anyway. But the fact that they did that, they did this angle with Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura tonight, as opposed to next Tuesday, basically makes this Miz Corbin match next week a, a foregone conclusion. So Owens is eliminated. Elias uh, advances. Robert Larry says, Hey, SRS, do you think WWE will bring back the old school belts? No, I wish they would. There are a lot of them I wish they would. The tag belts, I especially wish they would. But no, unfortunately I don't. I think they will for photo shoots because they are badass photo shoots that people love. So Sami Zayn comes out on Miz TV, says that he doesn't care about this show, but he needed TV time. He brings out Nakamura, who he is apparently managing now. And this is something I had no idea that I needed until it happened. And the reasoning that Zane gave was that Nakamura is an artist who is tired of being misunderstood, much like him, and that won't happen anymore. My favorite line is is honestly an old Vince McMahon line. I don't know if you noticed this, but Shinsuke is Japanese, (laughs) which is uh, much like the line, Well, Shelton, I don't know if you knew this, but you're African-American. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, I love that line. Uh, they attack the Miz, and a new partnership is born. I dig this, and I kind of hope it's more Sammy managing than wrestling. As much as I like him to wrestle, I've seen these two in and out of tag teams forever, and I believe if they're putting a tag team, it's not going to last. I think if Sammy is his manager, it'll last a little bit more. As long as you know, we we don't run into a Leo Rush situation, which Sammy Zayn is well past. Yeah, um, I, I think this is all very good. I think that that um, that I love that that Sami Zayn brought up the connection they had, like the very first match that Shinsuke had as part of WWE was against Sami Zayn. Uh, they've been they they've had a connection since that point. Uh, I think that's cool. Um, what's uh, what's not so cool? I mean, it is cool because event because it, it's going to get Miz back in the Intercontinental Title picture, 
which is kind of where he should never not be in. And it's going to be, be record-setting soon, too. It'll, it'll be kind of great to also be able to root for him when he, when he sets the record. Yeah. If, if, he's whole, if he was setting the record as a babyface, we can root for him. That's kind of cool, too. But they, they were setting up a whole program between Shinsuke Nakamura and, and, and Ali, including Ali like winning a, a, a non-title match to get a title match that he never got. And 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 Ali's on Twitter like begrudgingly acknowledging, yeah, that that program's done. I, I never got my title match. So I mean, we'll see what happens in in the match next week between Ali and Murphy. Like who moves on from there and and what goes on. But certainly does feel like Al, Ali said this in in the interview we had with you. He said I I I'm, uh, I can't seem to get on TV, and he's he's cool about it. You know, like the way he says, like, you know, there's a lot of people and I understand and whatever, but eventually that's got to be kind of frustrating. Logan Hollingsworth, usually I would uh, make somebody, I wouldn't read unless it's a super chat, but he says, who's setting a record for what? Miz is close to setting an intercontinental title reigns record uh, and probably something like, let me, let me look up the... uh, thing because it might be cumulative days as well or he cumulative, may... cumulative days i believe is 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 the one that's closest i think but i'm pretty sure he's he's uh close to both of them yeah he is yeah okay them. chris jericho has nine intercontinental title reigns although jericho argues that he's actually got 10 because of the iwgp uh the miz is at number eight so uh as far as wwe intercontinental title reigns Miz is closing in on that. Um, I think uh, he's already got, like, he's up there with combined days, too. Like, he's uh, 20 shy of Pedro Morales, of all people, for most combined days. So that's uh, pretty cool. Good for him. Backstage, Rowan and Daniel Bryan bring some guy with a hood over his face backstage. This is what I mean when I say that you are playing to a crowd of witnesses. You acknowledge Mm -hmm. them every time somebody comes out and says, all you people, we all see this guy kidnapped. Yeah. And after they beat down Murphy, they harass the guy again. Reigns is backstage with them at the end of the show, and Brian pulls the mask off after two hours. This guy's been back there, not pissing, not drinking, probably barely breathing, locked in a room, and it's a guy that looks like Rowan. Now, I had multiple people that said, is that Luke Harper? No, it's not Luke Harper with a shaved head. I was no. told that it's just some guy from backstage who looks mm-hmm. a lot like Rowan. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand uh, Daniel Bryan's contention here, which is Buddy Murphy still says, I'm pretty sure I saw Eric Rowan. So you find a guy who works backstage, who is looks plausibly enough like Eric Rowan that Buddy Murphy might have been mistaken. And if you can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was Eric Rowan and not this guy, then in a court of law, then you can't you you cannot convict this man. So that's fine and good, but maybe it's it was also, Eric or Ivar. Uh, uh, but in, but it's it's also a Scooby Doo ending that you pulled the mask off off the guy and oh, it's old man Jenkins. Like, okay, great. Now what? Now what? I mean, it's. I feel like it's obviously Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. So now you're just 
prolonging this thing till we get around to figuring that out. Um, okay, great. Let's let's see where they move on from now. But like, uh, much 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 as there was the thing with uh, uh, Gary Garbutt or whoever the hell that that the uh, the, the janitor was who then got impersonated by uh, Cedric Alexander, it's just just a sight gag. Great. I love a good mystery, but and this gets a lot of a lot of slack just because it is a mystery they didn't give away in one week. But man, it needs to be good. It needs to be better than this. Uh, guys, if you all don't mind, I've got interviews with Trish Stratus and Ali up. Scoot on over there after this show. Click that little share button. Click the thumbs up button. I have uh, clips and the Ali interview pinned to my Twitter. Retweet that if you don't mind. All that stuff helps. Uh, the better numbers that we do on stuff like that, the more likely it is that WDB will hit us up and say, hey, come to this thing again. Uh, so that would mean a lot uh, from Fightful if you all would do that. We got some wrestling news this week, Alex. NXT Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Oh. Eastern, going live. We addressed it earlier. What do you think of this um, Full Sail University? My first thing is they first off they got to turn some goddamn lights on in that building. Yeah, because it look. I always think that it looks terrible in there. Well, the, I I think they you know what what's what's the capacity in that place. It's it's very small, but, but they want you to think it's bigger than it is. Yeah, but they That's made they, they made the halftime heat thing look good. Yeah, they, can, they it's not hard. They're no, no, but I mean, I think that's why. I mean, that's obviously why they've been doing it for for the tapings. Who knows what they're going to do when it, when it's going live? They're WWE. They're capable. <laughs> oh, certainly. And I mean, I, I honestly wonder how long it's going to be, just at full sale. Like you yeah. could easily do it at slightly bigger venues around florida to start why not and then and then around the south and then and then further i mean they already do touring like they're 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 gonna be in the midwest in september i think like i was considering trying to go to des moines but that's a long drive that's as close as they're getting to me but like the i but they already do touring so you could easily you know have them tour i i wonder how long they're gonna stay this is a full sale but i think this is really big it's really big for uh, for a lot of people who've been there forever uh, and are finally getting a chance. And it's a they have a really big roster of people that don't get used at every one of these tapings. Uh, and now you've got two hours to fill every week. So there are more stories to tell. More people are going to get used. There's a lot of really great talent down there. And I was also thinking before that they did this thing with, uh, with Shinsuke and him, a guy like Sami Zayn would be worshipped down at, at Full Sail if he was sent back down there to do some stuff. Like, there's a lot of people on the main roster that aren't being used or that got called up erroneously, hello EC3, who could, now that the show is kind of on equal footing, it doesn't feel like a demotion to send them back. It feels like, you know, a transfer, the, uh, being traded from brand to brand. And now you can have somebody who you're if you're not using them up, up on the main up on the main roster, they just get put on Wednesdays now, and now they have a chance to shine again. Do you know who the real winner in this was, Alex? Who's that? The USA Network, which lost two hours of primetime wrestling on a Tuesday, yeah, to a billion dollars, and for what we know of, at least fifty million a year, yeah, are getting two on Wednesday, yeah, uh, especially when, quite frankly, Todd Crisley might go to. Friggin' jail. Well, certainly, sh- if 
if everything that I've read about it, he certainly should. Yeah, assuming um, that he blackmailed his own daughter with her own sex tape. Yeah, uh, I mean, he probably should go to jail. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's great that they have now uh, some a little slot for some more programming. Also, uh, it was really great for the for the for the network that they got to have struck a deal to keep NXT on the network twenty four hours later as opposed yes. to four weeks later. That's big for them because that I feel like that lessens that blow for the to the uh, NXT uh, because I know a lot of people who who don't have cable. Yeah. And who watch things on Hulu or whatever the day after I, and I stuff like shocked. that. I was shocked. One, I was shocked that it that it was staying on the network like that. And that when they, they made that happen, that USA was paying for it. <laughs> yeah. That's what surprised me. Yeah. Them getting fifty million dollars a year and I've had heard a lot of people say, Oh, what what are they gonna fill in on the network? They got pay per views, man. Those used to be fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah. Somebody, if somebody's canceling NXT, saying, oh, or I'm canceling the network because no more NXT TV. This yeah. is a negligible, yeah. negligible percentage. WWE yep. puts a lot of stuff out there. They put a lot of pay-per-views out there. And the thing is, they're only going to be putting more live events there when AEW gets started. There's going to be times when AEW's got a show on Saturday and WWE is going to be like, uh, like... <laughs> Mudlick Mayhem from Mudlick, <laughs> Kentucky, hosted by Hillbilly Jim. Yep. Like, they're just going to have the shittiest 200 people attending live event be up there. They'll do that. That's They've got the ability. Mm-hmm. So, after this was officially announced, Chris Jericho came out <laughs> on Busted Open Radio and said, quote, We still don't know who our fan base is. I don't think there's a lot of crossover between WWE and AEW fans. A lot of people that are in AEW are people that haven't watched wrestling in a while. Maybe they don't like WWE. I think WWE is great. Point is, there's too much WWE, and by adding another two hours, it really dilutes their product, mindset, and focus. It's a reactionary move done by a guy who wants to start a war when we don't care if you want to start a war. That was never our intention. (laughs) There's no war for us. I think he was about to start singing that Miley Cyrus song at this point. Jericho never meant to start a war. What do you think about all this? Uh, um, I, I, I think that, um, I mean, obviously, like, Vince isn't going to let anybody have an inch. Like, he just he not. Shouldn't. That's, I mean, he, he shouldn't, but like, if you want to give people at least seven solid, bluechew.com code Fightful. Right. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm not surprised that they triggered, figured out a way to, like, you know, combat against this, you know, upstart new uh new uh, uh fed but um but as far as jericho saying like oh, i don't think there's a big crossover between wwe and aw well uh no because professional wrestling fans are professional wrestling fans but if there's any subsection of wwe fans who would watch aew it's people who think nxt is the shit and that the main roster is the drizzling shits those people are, are who the people who 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 watch NXT. The, the only thing we know about lapsed fans is they're not watching right now. That's right. it. That's all we that's know. It. That's all we know. But I mean, like, but I think there's a lot of people who like love NXT and watch takeovers religiously and think that's awesome. And they're like, I can't wait for AEW because I want to see that too. But 
I think that's your problem is that AEW and NXT, that's the same basic fan. Like I, I feel so. We're gonna see like how how much of that crossover there is. I feel like that that's that's the biggest crossover, the the Venn diagram of of NXT fans and AEW fans might be almost a full circle. Well, Chris Jericho might not have wanted to start a war, but he did have a dream and a cardigan when he hopped off the plane at LAX, and now there's a wrestling party in the USA. Hopefully, he's gonna fit in. Oh man. Wrestling's wild, man. It really is. Leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. Subscribe. Listen, your boy. Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. I also have on Fightful Select this week, the Backstage Report podcast. I have uh, the NXT 205 Live UK review from Warren Hayes, the Weekender podcast. It's all a good time, my friends. Also, if you're a Fightful Select subscriber, you already have access to that pilot episode of SmackDown Retro Review. It's up now. We did the MMA podcast today. Go check it out. We've got tons of stuff over at FightfulWrestling.com. I know a ton of you just watch the podcast. Maybe FightfulWrestling.com isn't your wrestling destination. Make it your wrestling destination. It would really help. Every time you share an article, it goes a long way. We haven't been around for decades like a lot of these guys have uh, to have the habitual, familiar viewers. So uh, the more you guys do that, the more it helps us, the more shows we can do. The more things we can open up. Kristen says, why am I not surprised that Sean knows Miley lyrics? Because she is, you know what? She is an artist that is misunderstood and I will not stand for that. So you're, you're going to be the Sami Zayn to her Shinsuke Nakamura. We haven't done the MVP of the SmackDown thing for a while. We're yeah. going to make it Miley Cyrus. We'll start okay. that back up soon. Fine. Guys, remember... Share our stuff. It helps. Thank you all so much. Till next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.